I'm a card-carrying misfit, and I'm here for the other misfits in the room, because I'm never the only one. What's up, nigga? What it do, man? Um, I ain't got shit going on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, uh, I usually have something to say or some kind of way to fuck y'all up right quick, but I'm fresh out. What's been going on, man? Well... I'm drinking my alkaline water with electrolytes in it from Traders. So <laughs> Traders, I'm making sure that my body's replenished and restored. Yeah, I need that shit. Run well, it back, Turbo. Like <laughs> <laughs> Voice sounds like trash as usual, but it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Shows that you had a good weekend. Um, so church announcements. Announcements. <laughs> Damn, church announcements. Real quick. Um, the website is live. The merch is on there. We have T-shirts. We have hats. We have beanies. We have sweaters. Um, we have crop tops for the bad bitches. We have um, muscle shirts for the niggas. No, I'm joking. We don't have a muscle shirt. <laughs> and nipple clamps for the freaks. Shirt. No. <laughs> <laughs> you wearing a muscle shirt in 2019, you need your ass beat. Just, I feel like everybody wears a muscle shirt also has a jerry curl. I just feel like it's an old man with a Bluetooth in his ear. That's just how I feel about that. I don't know if that's accurate, but that's what I see at the gym. So, yeah. we will not be selling those because I do not support jerry curls. Um... <laughs> So the website is live. You don't like that wet wet. <laughs> Girl, it, uh, no, it's this man, right? So he at the gym. He always wears a real, real tight muscle shirt. He got a jerry curl he holding on to. But when I tell you that motherfucking line and push so far back that I feel like I can slap his frontal lobe. <laughs> like it's smooth as a baby's bottom. Like that's how smooth that shit is. Like, nigga, if you don't cut this hair off and go fucking bald, <laughs> like what are you trying to do? Nigga, like it's done. Like we had a good run. We had a good run. Like, leave it. And the fact that it's leave not it. even like your hair, bro. Like your hair, not even that texture. Like, you got Bruh, something else. Was, and straight, like, really be running on a treadmill hard. I'd be like, is that sweat or is it Jerry Curl juice or exactly what it? It pisses me off though. One day I want to just like either go over there and slap his forehead like it's somebody ass, or mm -hmm. I want to cut off half of his Jerry Curl so he has to cut it off. <laughs> Pity. Now, does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like that's not mean. Are you the angel that is stopping him. I am. I feel like this is why what makes me an angel about it. I am stopping him from constantly terrorizing the world with that fucking haircut. So I'm doing a service so he can no longer assault our eyes and our vision. I'll get rid of it and then he'll be easier on eyes. Whatever helps you sleep at night, bro. Um... I'm just saying. I feel like that that works. No. 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 But uh Okay. Well the merch is up. Get get yep. him a so get website him, is live. <laughs> get him a, a hat. Get him a badge. <laughs> he gotta pay for it. Uh, so he can get Jerry Curl juice on it and then be putting our shit on social media. They be like, why they had light in the front, dark in the back, or what's dripping off of nope, he ain't finna tie our shit up. Why they had no nope. <laughs> Why so weird like that? <laughs> um, I should ain't waterproof, so we cannot sell them. Anyway, the site is up www.badchickmisfitpodcast.com. The merch is available. You can listen to the podcast on there as well, and you can get a little background information on me and Jill Coop Deville. So, <laughs> www.badchickmisfitpodcast. The Patreon is also still available if you want to donate to the show. You like what you hear every week, and you want us to keep going. So, listen yes. to the Patreon. I mean, not listen to the Patreon. Go to the Patreon. <laughs> www.patreon.com. Bad Chick Misfit Podcast. So, you got something else? Are you ready to get into the game? Because I'm lit. Yeah, this is going to be a, a, 
a very good episode today, you know. So let's get into this game. New episode alert. <laughs> Is that what he said? Okay, Khaled. <laughs> I was like, I think that's something that he will say. Um, we got the new, new. All right, game time. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a bop right there, bro. You don't know what none of y'all say. Y'all be telling me to change the music. No, you got too much dip on your chip if you think I'm changing it. No. All right. So this is a new game. Are you ready, Jillville? I'm ready. Are you ready to jig? Jig what? Jig Jiggle. Well, well, my head's up, pop <laughs> my feet down low, and it's the way I jig a low. It's okay, up. that's not what we're it's playing. <laughs> It's up, it's down, it's all right. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with you. You was fast. You was a fast little girl growing up. I can tell her right now. No. <laughs> all right. So this game is called Misfit Etiquette. Oh, and shit. the reason being, I don't know if anybody's seen the um, interview with, damn, I just forgot this man's name. He got the wonky eye. Uh, <laughs> the black actor on The Breakfast Club with Charlamagne. What's his name, Jill? I the baby got this man. Oh, no. Whitaker? Oh my God, the baby got a weird eye. Yeah, not the baby. Uh, Forrest Whitaker. That's what I was talking about. But I'm oh, like, man. does the baby have a weird eye? Because I haven't noticed that. I just noticed the baby has a lot of teeth. Yeah, he does. The motherfucker has a lot. Like he looked like that commercial with the dog breath mix commercial. Oh my God! And he's showing the dog smiling with all the teeth. That's what he looks like. <laughs> so that's what I feel like every time I see the baby. Anyway, so Charlamagne Rudez was interviewing Forrest Whitaker, and he said that after eleven o'clock, his eye gets a little Forrest Whitaker. He says this to him on the interview. I think it was absolutely hilarious, and I feel like if you're gonna say something about somebody, you should say it to their face. But I felt like it was also extremely rude. But it also leads me to, we were taught that it was rude by our parents, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like now we have different situations and we can raise or change our level of situation awareness with the misfit etiquette game, right? <laughs> this is going to go left. My games never go left. Thank you very much. Ooh, are we lying today? All right. First scenario, cursing in front of old people. Is that a yay or nay? Uh, it's a nay. Is it? Wait, wait. What kind of old people? Like old people Just in your family? People. Just I, I don't in curse in front of old black people. Hmm. That's it. <laughs> I feel like I pay taxes. Um, I pay rent, and no one else helps me. I don't give a fuck how old you are. <laughs> If I want to say fuck, I'm going to say fuck. Sorry. Get over it. And if you don't like it, keep your old ass grandma away from me. Because <laughs> she's going to learn some language when she's around me. Sorry. This is how I feel. You ain't cussing in front of Nan. I don't even be around Nan. Yeah, because you might cuss. So. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, people know where I can and can't go. People <laughs> be like, Shatara's a no. She can't. She can't go anywhere. So... Um. Yeah, nope. like older black people. They just people. words. I don't understand like why it's bad. Like I've heard older black people use some language. I learned how to curse with my black ass grandma. 
Tisha was good. She's one of the best, honey. So I don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> I'm I'm carrying on the legacy. I feel like she would be proud of the level of cursing I have reached at 30 some years old. <laughs> Next, interjecting yourself in conversations. Oh, I'm so nosy. I be like listening to people conversations and commenting to myself. But you, I'm talking about like you coming to yourself. I'm talking about the motherfucker who like me and you talking and then somebody's walking past and they be like, girl, yeah, because I saw you be like, who are you? Um, and no one is talking to you. Yeah. I, I'm that person though. Like I'll be like, so I was, I was being nosy. I was listening to y'all, but, uh, you know, <laughs> but I'll let them know like, Hey, I was being nosy. I was listening, but this is what happened to me. But I only do that. Like if I could offer a piece of advice, if somebody's talking about like something personal, I just be sitting there like, why are they talking about this in public? You know? See, I just feel like you was there to provide me with entertainment and you talking about the shit in public when you shouldn't be. And I shouldn't interject myself in that. Like that's between you and that person. That person knows you. They know more of the background out of, mm-hmm. off of that situ- of that situation. And it's like my like just listen and enjoy the free entertainment. Like I don't understand why yeah. we have to interject ourselves in it. It drives me absolutely crazy. I don't understand um, why they do but, that. But also, I'm at a bar though when I'm doing it. You know, but like people don't really tell their personal business at my bar. Sometimes they no, you know but see, you do? at your bar and you a bartender, like you're working like yeah. with these people, like you've you've actually came up and said, "Hey, how you doing? How can I help you?" You've actually talked to them. I'm talking mm-hmm. literally. You at one table, I'm at another table. We talking. I'm talking to so and so, and you turn around and be like, "Hey, happen to overhear your conversation? Let me offer a word of advice, <laughs> bitch. You don't know me. Turn your ass back the fuck around and finish eating your damn eggs." Yeah, I I'll be that person you cuss out. <laughs> See, because <laughs> yeah. you'll be no. like, well, obviously y'all can do that shit to Jill. Don't do that shit to me because you get cussed the fuck out. Oh, I do it. I don't care. I don't like when people do it to me. <laughs> <laughs> See, See? <laughs> do it to oh, Jill just because oh, we, she do it to people. <laughs> well, oh, we, we're talking about me though. Oh yeah, no, I don't like that shit. <laughs> do it to Jill, y'all, just because she don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Do it to the start. She cuss you out and tell you to finish eating your eggs. Like, bitch. <laughs> but eat that motherfucking bacon and shut the fuck up. That's what she meant to do. Finish up to whoever the fuck you are. Right. Eating that swine any fucking way. Turn your ass around and finish killing yourself for eating that bacon. <laughs> Shit. My homegirl, uh, I had some bacon on the salad and my homegirl went off on me. She's a vegan or vegetarian. One of them, she don't eat meat. And I was like, <laughs> nigga. I don't, I'm like, damn, like, I don't buy bacon for my house. Like, and Shatara tell you, I wasn't, my granddad doesn't eat pork. So my family, like, I wasn't raised eating pork. And I went to a birthday party when I was younger. And the first time I had it, I threw up. Like, I was so sick. Because I thought it was like hamburger pizza. And it was sausage. And so, like, I don't, I sneak and eat it. You know what I'm saying? Like, You know, I hate the smell of, she was eating something when I was in town. And I was like, what? Is that like I hate to shame people for it, and I feel like you can eat whatever you want. That's that's on you, but that shit stinks and it's disgusting. I fucking love uh, bacon. Uh, like, put that shit on my uh fucking tombstone. 
<laughs> Jill love bacon. Her lies, <laughs> Jill. She loves bacon. Not she loves RJ. She loves bacon. <laughs> yeah. You can I put his name that. on there somewhere. Um, <laughs> Add him to the end. Add to the end credits. <laughs> so, but yeah, like I, I don't like, uh, I don't like a motherfucker joining my conversation though, because it shit always is just be like weird. It's so weird to me. And it always be people that you don't really even like. Why? Why? What I, advice from? Right, right, bro. I literally be like, "Who are you? You eating pork? Right. You cannot give me advice on right. anything." Right. <laughs> no, you know I'm what? Joking. You know what? <laughs> Show's over, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> you don't give a fuck about that stuff. Eating that swine. The fuck you gonna mm, tell me? <laughs> Another misfit etiquette point. Speaking to black people as you pass them in public or at work. Oh yeah. I uh, <laughs> I just head nodded somebody the other day. Cause I was just walking by and I head nodded somebody. They, they was black. I was like, hey, how you doing? You know. Yeah. yeah. I think this is something that our parents did very well and we got away from. And um we need to get back to that. Like it don't it don't mm-hmm. take nothing just to speak. Like they be wanting to speak to you, you be wanting to speak to them. Um, I was running in the park the other day and she was doing like a uh uh what is it, engagement photo shoot. I was like a wedding thing, but engagement photo shoot and I could tell like she was trying to fix her hair. One, it was hot as a motherfucker, but then she like the wind, we had a nice little breeze going, so it was blowing her hair and she feeling like some type of way. So she was kind of taking the pictures, but she wasn't in it. And I was like, okay, dress, okay, her. And then she kind of like got into it. And when I made my second trip around, he thanked me because he was like, she was feeling self-conscious. And he was like, after like you did the, like her whole vibe change in the picture. So he was like, I appreciate that. And it, just, it don't take nothing. Like I didn't dim my light to do that. Nothing stopped mm-hmm. with me to do that. I mean, the white people stopped to watch me yell at her because they didn't know what that meant. But Nothing else stopped for me to do that and just like support her and be like, you good. You the shit, bro. Kill it. So we need to get more into that. Speak, motherfucker. You see a motherfucker out here. Speak, bastard. We need to know where each other at. White terrorists out here running around shooting people at Walmart. I need to know you there and you got my back and I got your back too. Okay. Um, Next one. (laughs) You remember growing up, you couldn't say the word lie you couldn't call somebody a liar mm-hmm. what do you think is it disrespectful now um yeah like this dude remember the dude called me a hoe yeah he called me a liar too and i was like i he was, sounds like he was emotionally unstable he's a pisces you said right yeah mm-hmm. yeah he's emotionally unstable i don't think any of them were stable i was so mad that he called me a liar a hoe man that's debatable. <laughs> like, oh, based off your perception, right? <laughs> I hate you, nigga. but uh, motherfucking liar. That's what the fuck I ain't like. Shit, is nigga. it really like though? No, I don't see. I think that yes, I think that that should be painful. Like if you call somebody a liar, you should definitely mean it. However. It's like now, okay. So to me, a liar is somebody who's not truthful, but also somebody who withholds information, right? Mm-hmm. But you can also see like, if you didn't ask, why should I tell you? You know, so it's like you see the both both sides of like my definition of liar could be challenged. So it's like to me, 
everybody just running around. Like, and then if you're not telling somebody what they want to hear, sometimes they, they'll call you a liar. So I think if it's like proven to where a person straight looked you in the face and told you something that was not true, then yes, call them a liar. And it should hurt because you should never want to be seen as a liar. Damn sure not mm -hmm. as an adult. Like you got through that shit when you was 12. You should have figured it out by 16 and know that you don't have no reason to be out here fucking lying. You too grown for that. And if you're going to mm -hmm. do it, fucking tell the truth. Like have the balls to be like, bitch, I did it. So um, you definitely can call people liars. I ain't telling no no grown ass motherfucker out here telling stories. No, bitch, you're lying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was an adult like niggas be lying. And I have to kind of change my verbiage with RJ because he be lying. But I'm like, that's not the truth. Tell the truth, you know. Because <laughs> he, he be lying. Because <laughs> he be lying. Man. But like I said, he going to get over that by 16. Like, I'm talking about these grown-ass motherfuckers out, out here. You like, bitch, what are you doing out here? Um, yeah. What do you think about black etiquette? Should men pay for everything? <laughs> Who the fuck you asking? Yes. <laughs> this your yes. husband though. Like, do you oh, do, if this husband. your husband are you in a relationship? Should he be paying for everything? Or no. okay. Okay. I just okay, this is my thing, ladies. If your man make enough money and you could be a housewife and sit at home, fucking amazing. I commend you and where his coworker at. That's how I feel. I just feel like now we're in the times to where student loan debt is kicking our ass because they told us to go to school and get these dumbass degrees um we trying to break into entrepreneurship like it's so much that's going on with the black community and couples and people in general that it's more than likely that it's not feasible for the man to just pay all the bills now how y'all want to split it that's y'all business who control the money that's y'all business i'm just saying be a helpmate and don't just be dead weight that's all i'm saying and then plus yeah. i tell you to have your shit together anyway, because when a nigga start tripping, you could walk away and you was just paying like all the utilities and he was paying the mortgage. Well, you saving up an extra $700 a month. So when you're ready to walk away, you can. So yeah. that's just how I feel. Um, Is red fingernail polish still represents you being a hoe? Hell no. And so this is the thing. Yes, it do. That's why I only wear pink. I feel like red polishes holes and whites is thought. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's why I got called a hoe. Um because you have red finger about? Well, no. Um <laughs> I was like, I was like um, <laughs> but no, so this is the thing. My grandmother, she's a brown skinned woman. She's always wore red lipstick and red uh nail polish mm -hmm. fashion fur like she used to buy nail polish nigga mm -hmm. like and now when she goes to the nail shop she still get her nails red so like i just i never like nobody ever told me that there was like some whole shit you know oh so see, it was very known like well i'll say this as a little girl i couldn't wear it you no know, it was maybe just that's like what we it was. saw it shay didn't give a fuck shay be like you can do what the fuck you want to do but people like close to the family was like don't wear red nails and me you're her sucking dick or something and now it's like give me no, a actually ring sucking dick means you're sucking dick like, <laughs> right the word was like because she got red nails that's what that means she got her sucking dick i'm gonna get paint do a little something right. but not a lot no i'm joking <laughs> 
like and that's and that's what I think. I've never thought about that. But like as a little girl, like my nails were never pink. I chewed my nails up, so but like I never wore na- red nail polish as a little girl. And it's like now that I'm grown, I'm like, oh, let me get that candy apple red. <laughs> See, like <laughs> with my complexion, I love a good like glittery pink, but it'd be like that pink reddish color. Mm-hmm. So I suck a little bit, but not a lot. I'm joking. Sorry, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, last one. <laughs> wearing black or red to a wedding. Have you heard that that was bad? Yeah, I did. I won't. I won't wear unless it's like an all white. First of all, my friend had an all white wedding, right? Um, she wanted the guests to wear white. It was on a beach. Motherfucker, like, somebody commented on another girl picture and was like, why are you wearing white to the wedding? Motherfucker, because that's what the bride told us to do. Like, <laughs> she said so. Exactly. And so I don't wear red. I don't wear black. I don't wear um, white either. Um, but, I like, I like to wear, like, florals or, like, a pattern if I'm going to a wedding. Yeah. And then I like to, one, I like to know the colors. So it's like... Mm-hmm. So you don't wear that color, so you don't look like you're in the wedding. Mm-hmm. And um, good point, yeah, because that's the other thing too. Yeah, because it'd be like you're in the wedding, like no, I'm just you know I'm just standing here. I, I didn't know the colors was light blue. Uh, I didn't know it was a pastel pink. It's just a spring color. But um, yeah, <laughs> it's I like to know the colors, and then I think wearing red or black it depends on when you get married. I think I don't think you should mm-hmm. be wearing red or black in the summer or spring. But if some people possibly have a fall. Or um, winter wedding that might be appropriate. I think it just depends. Mm-hmm. I don't think it means nothing because they was like black means like you want them to die or the wedding to be bad, and then red supposedly means you trying to that little thing high. Yeah, that little mm-hmm. thing high. You trying to do a little uh, uh. so. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's our misfit etiquette hour, and, and <laughs> um, you motherfuckers know what to do now. We solved your problems. The end. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. What? We did solve their problems. We, <laughs> we solved your problems. <laughs> Duh. The end. Okay, bad trick of the week is Allison Felix, the track star. Yeah. Um, sis had a baby. Sis came back and just beat one of um Usain Bolt's records. So, yes. I don't know which one, but I saw that in the article. Because you know these male misfits is going to be on your top if you get it wrong. Yeah. Kiss my ass, motherfuckers. Fuck <laughs> yeah. I don't know this shit. I just saw it in the article and I was just happy she had a baby and she came back with that mother power and beat one of those records. And I'm happy that she's just getting back right. to herself within her field and making shit happen. So, that shows you. A baby don't stop. No show, ho. Okay. Um... You calling me a hoe? No. Oh, I was like, no, I was talking about the yeah. man, the male misfits. I was oh. calling them hoes. <laughs> I said, they like, fuck them hoes. No, no, no. I was like, damn, why you a hoe? You didn't run no track. You <laughs> fought Allison Felix, bitch. What record you beat? <laughs> I, I'm fucking with you, friend. <laughs> Go with your with the shits, nigga. Happy sitting there like, did I just man. say she was a hoe? Go, nigga. But, man, I'm supposed to be sad right now. You got me laughing. Oh, so. sorry. That's what friends are. What movie was that? All right. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm focused. Focus. I'm going. The good times. The, the bad, bad times. times. Shabba, 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 
Yeah. If you don't know the words. Do not. <laughs> do not. I was humming it, though. Little beach got a hum. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Dig it. Okay. So, this week, I've had um, a lot of humbling experiences happen. Uh, one in particular just kind of put me in a bad place. And I just wanted to talk to y'all. Usually, I'm, you know, with the shits and just, you know, just being my, you know, joyous self. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to talk to y'all and just really put in perspective of being humble. Like, not saying I was out here wilding, but I kind of was starting to forget how important certain things were to me. And especially like with my finances and just trying to make sure that I do what I need to do, you know. And I I wanted to, you know, just send a shout out to like my friends and my family because this, like I said, this week was very hard for me. I get to a place where I feel like my life is supposed to be a certain way. I'm supposed to be doing this. I'm supposed to be doing that or I'm not supposed to be it. I'm not supposed to be doing this or living this way. And I really just had to have a come to Jesus moment with myself. Like I got to start saying no to people, to different activities. You know, if it doesn't suit me and what my current situation is, I got to let it go. And um, I really just want to give a huge shout out to my friends and my family because it's, it was really rough for me. Like kind of just, realizing certain things about the way that I'm living and the way that my life has been going. And it is nothing like, you know, life threatening, but it's just, it was very eye opening. And I feel like sometimes we get, as people, we get just complacent with how our life is moving, you know? And that's what I felt. That's what I started to feel like. I felt like I was, I was good. You know, and I didn't stick to what I needed to stick to. And, um, yeah, like I told y'all, sometimes my mental health wavers because I don't, I don't really, I ain't finna cry y'all, but I just really, really appreciate this platform and the people that I have around me because I'm hard on myself and it just really feels good to not have people around you that contribute to your your isms you know when I get inside my body I call Shatara and she's not like yeah you fucking up dog you know what I'm saying like because sometimes people will kick you when you down and it ain't necessarily what you want to hear and it's not like being in denial but it's just like hey I'm sad Mm -hmm. like I had a situation at work where I like I did something it was it was fixable but I was, I got mis, missing, I got mis, bad, wrong information. I got wrong, I got misinformed about some things. And my boss is big on like accountability. But I have been upset. She knows like I've been upset. I've been going through some shit. Cause I, I'm, I speak candidly with her. And I've been going through some shit. But you know, my whole thing is, bitch, I've been blaming myself for my life where it is right now all motherfucking week and you want me to take some responsibility for some shit that ain't my fault at work just to save face bitch I'll throw this laptop at you you know what I'm saying (laughs) like and that's where my mind was like I went y'all I went from zero to 60 and I was just very upset and I just told her like I didn't I was like so where do we go from here and I had to be very calm because I felt like that anger and I'm like, I don't want to lose my job by cussing this lady out because her and I ha- normally have a good relate, like working relationship, mm-hmm. you know. 
So I'm like, what, what we gonna do? Cause like I'm not about to, you know, I I just had to I had to, move, you know, get along to get along, and I was like, y'all, I just I just wasn't in the best place, you know. And sometimes I just we need to recharge, we need to just you know step back and look at our situations for what they are and. Yeah, man, I, I had a rough one, and I, I would love to give y'all a hot topic, talk about these celebrities or something, but I just really had to come on here. And a lot of times, that's why when we start the show, I'd be like, I just want to thank y'all, because I be I be having a rough time sometimes, and, you know, I'm the more, you know, open one of the what? two. But... I talk to y'all every <laughs> week. <laughs> good as it's gonna get but <laughs> yeah man like I just I really really be needing this sometimes I know we y'all besties but you know y'all my besties too don't tell Shatara that could be your besties too I'm not saying y'all mine <laughs> but you know no I'm joking <laughs> Ooh, I'm joking nope, nope. I love you guys we're all friends here <laughs> Well, hey, yep. and she I do love y'all, but sometimes when y'all be calling us with some shit, y'all like hit me in them DMs, and I be like, "Honey, listen, I don't even want to tell you what to do because I'm just I'm scared. Should I'm scared for you? That's why I don't put every question on the right. show because y'all be coming with some shit, and I just be like, you got to go talk to somebody like this more than a podcast question, honey. Like you got to get back yeah. right with Jesus because I don't know what to tell you, sis. Um, all right, so that was Jules with the shit. Um. I need to, I'm revealing some personal, y'all, because you'll say she's sure. I do be sure. She's trying to act like I don't be sure. <laughs> uh, okay, so first, went on a date this weekend. And the DMs are not open. The DMs are definitely <laughs> open because he ain't going to make it. But oh, shit. It's, it's just fun just to be out like dating and all of that. So two dates, two stories, but we're going to start with the first story. And I'm asking you because you're a parent and a lot of the misfits are parents. My question mm-hmm. to y'all is do oh, let me tell the backstory first and then y'all can understand why I'm, why I'm asking this question. Okay. Go out with the guy and the guy's he's cool. He's black, but he has a mixed daughter. So mm-hmm. I always get curious on how people choose to raise mixed kids. You know, like, do you teach them to be all inclusive because they're black and they're white? Is it an issue of where you feel like they have to choose? Like, will the world make them choose? Like, will they have to participate in the world forcing you to define who you are, which side of the race that you're on? Um, Do you teach her more about being kings and queens and black culture? And how do you feel about stuff like that? So in the midst of us, because he's a single dad, in the midst of us talking... He states to me that he really didn't have to teach her about racism because he feels like racism doesn't necessarily exist as much as people make it, right? He feels like it's an issue of perception. And he was like, more more than likely, he just feels like people are assholes. So y'all already know this was an interesting conversation on this date. And uh, and I heard him out and I... I understood what he was saying and he cracked me up because one part he said that he felt like people shouldn't be calling each other kings and queens for the simple Mm. fact that even when we were back in Africa everybody wasn't a king or a queen 
<laughs> it tickled me, but I, That's girl, when I tell you, I was cracking up. I was like, this motherfucker is crazy. So I was like, well, you got a point. He was like, shit, some people was mopping. Some people was getting the cattle. Like some Ooh. people was entertaining folks. Like everybody wasn't a king and queen. So why are we walking around calling each other king and queen? So I was saying that it was, uh, up, it was uplifting, you know, and kind of trying to remind us of who we are and stuff like that. But he stated his his ideas on something about how he would raise his kids with race. And I knew that I would raise my kids totally opposite. So it was just like, is it wrong to, would you go into a situation knowing that somebody would parent differently than you would? Basically. No, not at all. Um, I wouldn't at all. Like that's, um, I just was talking about RJ's dad and like we have, yeah. So one thing that I, did, I, I mentioned, you know, RJ's dad, you know, us not being together, but we do mm-hmm. co-parent. And one thing that, you know, we agree on is education. Like I'm big on that. Like Jatara and I told you we were in gifted education our whole lives. So I'm very big on, you know, scholastics. And so when, we do agree on things. It's stuff like that, which I can appreciate. He's mostly a nimrod on other shit, but it's just, he kind of follows my lead, you know, on things. And I do believe it or not. I do, you know, reach out to him about certain things that I want to do with RJ, like activities, stuff like that. And I need him to pay for it. But this is um, what I mean. Like that's RJ's dad. He ain't but no, going no, nowhere. Hear me, but hear me. I'm out, saying though. like a but nigga come into your life and say RJ's like 14, and you know how men be like, you need to punch the boy in his chest, and you need to da 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 da. But this the thing. That's his dad though. But it also like that doesn't necessarily mean anything to me because you can have conflicts with your, with the other parent too. So it's like I would prefer to be with someone that. I, my, my goal is, and I feel like with his, with this guy's situation, I don't know him, but I don't feel like her mother is present enough for him to be making the decisions that he makes. Now, I also have never dated anybody with a mixed child. So I feel like, and I said, I said the comment about RJ's dad is because we disagree on shit sometimes too. And I feel like when you're dating somebody, they should not be that involved in the decision making the other parent like and i guess if you're living with someone because like i dated a guy after you know rj's dad he didn't help me discipline rj you know what i'm saying because that's what like i'm saying like i kind of literally would it hinder you dating someone who you know has a completely different parental style than you have because you can't control what RJ dad does when he's with him. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all can literally go to court and mm-hmm. court will tell you this is joint custody. If he put up a fight, this is joint custody. When it's his time, it's his time. When it's your time, it's your time. Because that's literally his father. I'm talking about someone from the outside mm-hmm. coming into your situation. Love you, whatever, but don't always agree in the values that they decide to teach their children. Because what I've known and what I've noticed, people have, I, I talked to a guy before and even with my nieces, my sister-in-law was terrified to talk to Amira 
or talk to my niece about um, her cycle. And it was literally because Mm -hmm. she was just afraid to have the conversation. You know what I mean? And I guess I had so much of a detachment because I, I am just her aunt. And I could have that conversation or I could see the whole overview of how this is beneficial. But as a parent, she was like, she don't want her baby to cry. She, she, she don't want it to happen to her. You know, like you want to protect your kids and you feel some type of way about having these hard conversations about, it, you know, with them. So my thing is, if somebody's coming from the outside and they feel like you should tell them this or you should say this or you got to do blah, 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 and they have a completely different style or completely different ideas of the world and they want to teach that to their kids or they might want to teach that to the kids that you and them have in the future. But I feel like, <laughs> I, I, you know, I want no more kids. So like, I mean, like, oh, you want more kids, nigga? That's a deal breaker right there. Right. But, um, <laughs> Joe's like, who, who having another kid? Who? Right. Oh, that's what you want? <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. Um, but I think that I get what you're saying, but I feel like that those people, you see that coming from a mile away anyway, like people that are like that, that want to dictate what you got going on or they, you know, they have an opinion about how you rate, how, you know, how you raise your kid or we need to, we have kids, we going to do this or, you know, just like the stuff that he's saying about his own daughter. Like, I just think that that's, I think that those type of people aren't good in relationships anyway. Because they have these stupid ass views, and yeah, like yeah, that's your opinion, but it's stupid. So I mean, I'm not I, I can't say like it's necessarily stupid because you have a right Fuck to believe yeah, whatever stupid. you believe. You know, like I, I ain't gonna discredit if you believe that wholeheartedly in your heart. That is just racism is a um, a minor issue, and people it's being a figment asshole, of your imagination. That's basically yeah, that's basically how you put it. And you feel like it's more so people being assholes and your perception about life. That's on you. You know, like that's your opinion. But if I'm telling you I don't agree with it, the stuff that you're saying, now I'm looking at you like I can't have kids with you for the simple fact that I don't think you're really going to teach them the qualities that they need to know to be successful as a black child in America. Yeah. And I also think like people are unequally yoked when they have kids anyway, because we be so in love and so this and so that you don't realize like, you're not preparing, you're not setting up your child for success because you're not getting in tune with the person that you're having a baby by. Yeah. Now you sitting up here with this baby and you know, now you a single, like, and not to crack this man to the, to the white meat, but it's like, I'm sure you wasn't planning on being a motherfucking single dad. Right. Like nigga, what? Like her mama left her. And this is a young mixed race little girl who needs that I mean and honestly he might need to find a black woman to help her you know kind of get along or have a mentor or something but if see, he decides that's to what back. that's my thing though would that be me interjecting my if I'm sitting here thinking like black beauty black women black women are strong creators all of this stuff but you telling me that there's really no major divide with race I'm interjecting my views onto your child and I can literally be temporary and temporary by the means of, yeah, we can date, we can get married and be together five, six years. But if I leave after six or seven years, 
she could decide to whether continue to communicate with me or not, but she can move on. And I was te- technically temporary if she lives shit to be a hundred, a hundred years old, five years is not even a major span when you look at it on a scale mm-hmm. of a hundred, you know? So it's like, yeah. is that okay to even interject that and be that like, Oh, well, I'm gonna come in and be the strong black woman because this is what you need. He said he don't believe in race, but then on top of that, her mother is white. So am I contradicting? Like, I'm telling you black women are the creators and we're so great. Am I putting down your white mother? You know, yeah. like now yeah. you're looking at me like how she feeling about this or why she, and that, even if it ain't a mixed child, me man. saying it like, yo, even, even if it's not being a mixed child with me saying like, say your mama ratchet. Cause she wore a 32 inch weave down to her. Like that's still me interjecting my personal opinion onto this child about their parents or about different views that the people who created her think differently about let me say this i didn't mean to say like putting down white women is okay let me rephrase that what i'm saying is it was because i just blazed it was like yes and that's okay <laughs> it's okay to i feel like it's okay to project your views and not only because i agree with them but i feel like it's okay for you to project your views because that's up to him to get to know you as a person as a parent we have to be careful who we have around our children right and I feel like if he trusts you to be around his daughter, knowing what, and that's why he has to get to know you because if he knows you and he knows that you have nothing but good vibes and good energy and you want to project that onto his daughter, he, he can, you know, as his, as, as a single dad and as a man that's dating, he should be able to do that. Yeah. And if he thinks you're a good person and that's, and for me, like, you know, I'm glad that we are older having children because we, I'm able to kind of like, I had a lapse in judgment and let somebody around or that shouldn't probably have been around him, but they, you know, they didn't do anything to my baby in that time. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck no. Nah, like I'm tripping, mm-hmm. you know, and he wasn't with him by himself or nothing like that, but it's just something that I don't like to do. I don't like men around because RJ is so is around his dad and knows who his dad is. That's just something that I'm choosing not to do right now, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I don't want him. He loves his dad. He loves being around, you know, men. So I just feel like as that little girl, she probably is the same way, you know, she, she probably loves. And I only say that because my sister who it was raised by my dad, like, she when we were younger she used to be way nicer to his girlfriends than i was like, <laughs> girl i couldn't stand them hoes and my sister jasmine like she was so nice to everybody you know mm-hmm. so i think that men especially have to be careful with the type of women they have around their well i mean men and women everybody got to be careful with the type of people that they have around their children because like you said you could be you know going off about yeah white women ain't this and this this and this and black women is this and this little girl is like but i love my mom right and my mommy's white yeah so it's like it just was like a weird situation for me just listening to him um speak about it because it was just like i'm looking at him like i think he's partly crazy and then it's like i Mm. couldn't have any kids with you on purpose because of like your views but then it's like at the same time this is what he's teaching his child and i don't i don't feel like you should go against what 
a parent is trying to teach their child. You know, like what, no matter yeah. how fucked up you feel it is, that's the person that they're going to look to. It's just like hearing him say it and his view, like he had a lot of different views than what I had. Like just completely. You're so nice. I'd be like, cause he was all talking stupid shit. <laughs> no, he did. You know, cause I'd be, I'd be curious on how people come to their conclusions. I literally be like, I wonder what made you think that way. Like, are you whitewashed? And then it's like, who's to say that I'm always right? I might not be. You know, like he had a valid point when he said everybody wasn't a king and queen. Bitch, that was hilarious. Girl, and you know what I keep thinking about? I was laughing. I was like, what? <laughs> it's like, you ain't never think about that? And I was like, I mean, damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga hella right. My nigga was like, and I'm standing on it. He was like, I ain't calling you no motherfucking king. You weren't a king back then. You might have just been a jackal. And I was like, all right. All right. Well, what's funny? I keep thinking about the remember the time video, and remember how like they had people entertaining them. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like he was like, "What if you? What if I come from? Because I'm silly to the motherfucker. What if I come from like a long line of characters? You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) girl, when he said it, I laughed so hard because I was like, "This is an ignorant motherfucker right here." But he was cool. I don't, I don't know where it will go, but um. It was fun. It's just fun being back out here dating. So that was first. That was number one. So then let me tell you. So the DMs are back the open. The DMs always open. I ain't, these niggas ain't shit. Don't DM me. I, I think that shit is weird. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we would just be like going forward. Like, okay, it's like, can you talk to me first? Can I call you? No, I don't know you, bitch. Like, leave me alone. Okay. Now, next. Men. I want you to look in yourself and for some reason we think that drama is just like a woman's trait, but I also think that men is some men that are actually drawn to drama and they like drama, right? Mm-hmm. And you can't get mad at me when I don't participate in your drama. So getting trained, right? Got cool, whatever, no problem, no beef. Um, I could tell he liked me. But I'm just trying to play like, because I think all trainers are hoes anyway. And um, it's a thought job. It definitely is. And he really thought like his body being amazing took over the way he looked, but it didn't. Um, and send me some pics, friend. What do you look like? I'm shaking his body though. It might look like something. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like I was like, oh, all right, <laughs> let me see it. So we cool, laugh at jokes, whatever, whoop you bop. Um, trainer, so of course you got my number. So talking to me and try to hit me with the like I like you situation. I'm like, nah, curve. Um, because I feel like you work for me, like you my trainer, like you work for me. This is a deal. We don't have to I don't fuck the hell. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> so he texted me or whatever. We we cool. So we texting back and forth, we're getting cool and telling me situations with his baby mama or whatever. Goes out of town to see his child and was still texting me or whatever and then called me. So it was so weird and so random that he called me because I'm like, what is he calling me for? Because it like text is literally like silly shit from Instagram or laughing about other people in like the gym. But it never was like a I like you, you like me type situation. Like he tried to hit me with it and I hit him with the eh, nothing situation. So mm-hmm. he calls me. And while he's talking to me, I said, hey, I thought you was going to see 
you know how you on the phone and you like, hello? Like, what's up? Like, I kind of got that voice, like the question mm-hmm. mark voice to where I'm like, I don't really know why you're talking to me on the phone, but whatever. And um, I hear like a woman talking in the background and I hear like a kid. And I said, hey, I thought you was going to see your baby. And he's like, yeah, I'm here. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I feel like I'm kind of on speakerphone and I'm like, what's really going on? So then he video messages me and I'm like, this shit is getting weird. Like, I don't really know like what the fuck you're doing. Like, what are you on or whatever? So he tried to show me the kid. I think that's weird because if you don't know people, I don't think you should let them see your kid. So finally I click in and I'm like, where are you? And he's like, cause it don't look like a hotel with a kid. And he's like, I'm at his house. Like I'm picking my baby up. And I'm like, so you at the baby mama house? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, and she over here tripping. And I was like, nigga, you just called a whole nother bitch. Put me a video chat. Like she could hear me in the background in this woman's house. I was like, you tripping. I'm like, that's very disrespectful. Like, why would you even do that? Like, that's not cool. He's like, Ooh. then he go, wait, wait, wait. He goes, well, far as I'm concerned, I don't owe neither one of y'all an explanation. Oh. And I said, you right. Uh, and you're blocked. So I, blo- I hang up the phone and I block him. So then he's trying to message me like on Instagram and stuff. And I was like, sweetie, let me tell you something. I said, one thing I don't do is drama. I said, that's one. I said, but two, I damn sure don't do unnecessary drama. I was like, you played it like we were something. We've never been on a date. Like you, you've trained me on a couple of occasions. Like you're cool, but you making it seem like we were something. I said, what you tried to do was use me to make that woman jealous. And that's immature and it's inappropriate. I said, one thing when you co-parenting, you need to respect her. Like you can have whatever you got going on, but until somebody is your concrete girlfriend or your wife, why even go through the motions of pissing her off and trying to bring somebody around? I said, what did, like, what did you get out of that? Like, all you did was make your night weird or crazier. And now you're making me look at you like you're a lunatic because you responded to me like I was your bitch. Or, or like you was going to get a reaction out of me. And the only reaction you got out of me was the block button. I don't, it's a no for me. That's what my, my mug, that's what the bad chick misfit merch says. It's a no for me. Yes. I don't have to do this shit. But available on badchickmisfitpodcast.com. <laughs> and yeah. it was like, he act like he couldn't get it. And I was like, sweetie, you got drama written all. I was like, I don't date you now, but I would never date you. Like, this is just a mess. I'm like, you the type of thing to have bitches out in the street fighting. Like, who, yeah. who has time for that? So my uh, thing to you, men, dig deep, dive deep with yourself and recognize whether or not you're one of these fuck niggas who like drama. And if you are, that's your thing. But find another bitch who like drama with you. Don't bring that shit over here to me. I'm peaceful Patty over here. And you want to come over here with this bullshit that's unnecessary because all it's going to do is make me look at you like you crazy. And then you block forever and ever. Like, that's... First of all, I wish RJ Diddy would find something to do. But, <laughs> um... I hate you, motherfucker. Because yeah. it was after like, because you know me, I'd be all for like team family. I'd be like, you should make it work with your baby mama. Like she might have went through postpartum, mm-hmm. chemical hormone imbalance. Now she good, the baby out. She getting back to living her best life. Y'all can work this shit out. Y'all can get back trying to find y'all way back to the way that y'all was. So let I think that you can do it. 
And this nigga was just not like, she did, she that. To me, I felt like he broke her heart. And it was like, he doing anything he can to terrorize her. And I was just like, nigga, you're not going to use me to do that shit. Okay. I don't, th- no, motherfucker, like, leave me the fuck out of here. Like, be a good co-parent. Like, because this don't make me want you. Yeah, this like, and make me want to be with you. One thing that I can say is like, you know, one thing about dating guys now that have children, as opposed to being single, not dating guys with kids, I kind of can see, um, I can kind of see how people are acting, you know, like, oh, this is what type of parent you are. Mm, okay. You spoil your kids. Great. You know? So that's just kind of, and then like dating, I just met this guy and he has daughters and he's real big on like spending time with them. Mm-hmm. That's important to me because if you spend time with your children, then you know, like, that's important. You know, that's, and sometimes we have, one thing that I want men to understand is when you're dating, all women aren't, because Shatara is not necessarily looking for you to be her baby daddy. You know? At all. (laughs) But I do want you to understand that the little, the smallest things, can be deemed selfish. The smallest things can look look messy. Yep. You know? And that's just some bullshit. Like, I just, I, I don't like that only because I feel like, I mean, beyond the fact that it was trifling, but it's just like, it's very telling of which, how you are as a person. Girl. And then this nigga be somewhere playing the victim like, oh, she crazy or she this or she that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And that's what I was like, well, it's like, is she crazy? Like, cause at this point, maybe you the crazy one, you know, like, or both of y'all yeah. might be crazy and that's fine, but don't bring me into y'all shit. Like, that's what I was just like, what are you talking about? Like, he literally said it like we were something. And mm-hmm. I'm like, nigga, I don't even know you like that. Like you thought that you had some type of stop over here to where you wouldn't get blocked. You don't. So now you got yeah. to go. Cause ain't nobody got time for that. Like you're yeah. crazy. Like, what are you even... It was so like shocking. Y'all had to see. I literally sat down the phone like, what? Like what? <laughs> like what? You you're right. You I, I agree with you 100. percent You don't have to explain shit to me, but don't involve me either. Like if you didn't involve yeah. me, you wouldn't have to talk to me. Like what are you talking about, nigga? And you called me jackass. Like exactly, exactly. You went when out I did of not tell way. you to call me. Like I never said to you, hey, give me a call. No, didn't say that. <laughs> Can you call me? I'm busy. I mean, I'm doing something. Like, I never I never said any of these things. But here we are. Ever. Never talked to you on the phone before. Never. Ever. Don't know why. So, okay. So, our classes and session today um, comes from Humble to Poor because I love him. We can separate ourselves from the poor choices we make and start fresh with better decisions. No self-loathing required. And I just want to say this because I think we come down so hard on ourselves with what we felt like we didn't do with what was right. And I always say our lessons are repeated until they learn. Trust me, you're going to have another opportunity to make another big decision and make it right or make the best decision for yourself. You just got to continue to live life and make the choices that fits best for you. Stop worrying about what everybody else say and make the decisions that works for you. All right, so question of the week. You can ask us questions and ask a bad chick misfit um, at gmail.com. So 
or you can DM us. You can DM Jill too. Mm. But DM us at Patrick Misfit Podcast on Instagram as well. This question of the week comes out of Florida. Um, is it petty if a friend decides that she doesn't want to be in a wedding because she does not support the union of that couple? So for example, she does not like the husband or the groom in that situation and she feels like he is not a good man or a good fit for her friend and she decides to decline the bridesmaid's position. I feel like you can decline the bridesmaid's position because you should be there. Like everybody that's involved in the wedding should be happy for that couple. And if she's not happy for the couple. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, cause that's what people say. Like, I just want everybody there that, you know, is happy for us. You know, that's what I hear a lot of brides say. And then they invite a thousand people that they don't even fucking barely know. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I don't feel like you should even go if you don't support it. But if you just want to support your friend, then yeah, you know, just don't be a bridesmaid. Like, and I will say like, regardless of the reason, you don't need to even tell her the reason. Like my friend got married um, in Florida. I knew that I wasn't, you know, going to be financially able to be in a wedding and be in Florida. Mm. So I told her no, you know, but if I didn't, if I disliked her husband or her, you know, the groom, I'll admit I wouldn't have said nothing because I mean, who cares at this point? Like she finna marry him. Like, what do you even, you know, what? Your opinion clearly doesn't matter. See, that's what I'm... Like, okay, and see, that to me is why you feel like... I feel like you should just shut the fuck up and be in a wedding. Because the thing is, like you said, your opinion don't matter. If she decided through the span of your friendship, she's been with this nigga, and she decided to continue on and move forward, your opinion obviously doesn't matter. Whether you agree with it or you don't, like, you still should support your friend, especially if they supported you. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't need to come and tell you every time, Jill, I don't support this. I don't support that. I don't support that. That's your life to live. That's you. Mm-hmm. Like, this is your life to live. You got to feel through it. You got to make the decisions and shit that works for you. People can listen to podcasts and tell that me and you are polar opposite when it comes to making decisions in life. I don't have to mm-hmm. tell you every decision that I don't support. Like, if it gets bad, right. then, you know, I step up and be like, hey, hold on. What, give me a second. Right. Like, one second. Right. Um raising my hand uh slow down real quick let's talk about this but (laughs) the thing is if you know that a person is going to move it's a lot of stuff that i don't say anything about or i just give you like the questions to make you think and you still make your decision to decide to do what you want because you know what works for you you know Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be there when you make a good decision i'm gonna be there when you make a bad decision so me saying i don't agree with who you're marrying or you shouldn't do this that shouldn't matter that shouldn't stop you from marrying. She's yeah. going to continue to marry the person. And as a friend, I feel like I have to stand with you, whether you're in the rain, the sunshine, the sleet, or the fucking snow. That's just how friendships work. Yeah. And that's why I also feel like you should just, that she should go to the wedding. Like, you don't, if you don't want to be, because I feel like if you're in it, you're not genuine. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not happy for her. So don't even waste your time or hers. But, I do feel like you petty for not going because like you said, this is your friend and it's some shit that you probably did that she don't care for. And that's you my know? thing. Cause it's like, to me, you Dana and internet has been there when I had 
the craziest relationship ever in life. And y'all sway mm. with me, whether you like the motherfucker or not. Like you literally was like, if you feeling that motherfucker today, I'm feeling that motherfucker today. If you not, yeah. I'm not. You know, like it was Fuck literally him. like, yep. we didn't get involved in stuff like that because if a motherfucker not strong enough to leave, they not gonna leave. And if they feel yep. like they gonna continue to fit, like she forgave him. If she could forgive him, then you can too. Mm-hmm. I just don't like, you gotta think about the rift that you creating without being in that wedding, especially if it's like a genuine close friend like that, you know? But that's part of the reason why I told y'all when I get married, I don't want bridesmaids. Like I don't even, Yeah. it just annoys me. It's too many people and too many personalities getting on my fucking nerves. So um, definitely think it's petty and I don't think it's okay to decline um, based off of whatever your personal decision is. Sorry. I don't. Yeah. You'll say just go and be in a, just be there and support from the audience, but I feel like you petty as a motherfucker if that's your reasoning behind it. I understand if it's a money thing, I get that, but yeah, everything else, mm-mm. nope. And low key, like it should be a money thing because it's like, why the fuck would you waste your money on be? Because it's literally a waste. You're wasting your money being in this wedding that you don't, you don't even want them to get married. But that's so, the thing. It's like fuck on. I feel like you can find issues in every relationship. Like you can, mm-hmm. I can't, something that's big to me might not be big to you. You know, like so, how some people be mm-hmm. like, all men cheat. So cheating don't be big to them. Cheating is big to me because I feel like it's disrespectful. Um, it's disloyal and a motherfucker don't truly love you. But that's my core yeah. values is love, loyalty, and respect. So I'm looking at it with your, like- With your whole way right, cheating and shit. Right, so I'm looking at you like you're a horrible person, but she could be one of those women who be like, all men cheat and we are gonna get through this. So now- I'm in my feelings about some shit that she don't even care about anymore and she's moved forward mm-hmm. and she wants to marry this motherfucker and continue to get cheated on. That's okay. If that's what she want to do, that's okay. I feel like I shouldn't have an opinion on that. But also, like, that's why you can't tell everybody everything about your relationship. Agreed. Because motherfucker is not gone. And you know which friends you can tell shit to. Yeah. Like, agreed. My friends are married and they be telling me stuff and I'd be like, so we like him now? Okay, cool. Like, that's just the type of friend I am. Yep. Like, and you will tell as long you, as I see you. I shut up. I just be like, mm. Like, I don't, if I don't have anything nice to say, I'm not going to say anything. Jill would say, my ass would be sitting there like, okay. All right. Yep. Well, okay. All right. I don't have nothing to. And Jill will tell you, like, what you got to say? I don't have nothing to say. I don't have nothing to say. <laughs> I'm like, nothing to say. I don't got nothing. Nope. Because mm-hmm. I don't be going for that. So, she's she like, bitch, you always got something to say. I got nothing to say. I ain't got nothing to say. So it's like, she just can't. If she forgave that nigga, you, you have to, or you got to say the fuck out of it. If it bothers you that much, all I can say is don't be their friend no more. Like, take it all the way to the end. Because that motherfucker going to be in her life. Women do strange things for that penis. So. Ain't nothing you can do about it, sis. Just get over it. She has. Support your friend and keep it moving. All right. You got anything else? Nah, man. This, this that y'all be living real wild lives, yeah. man. You know, I'll be li- I'll be reading some of the questions. I'll be having to like screenshot y'all questions and send Jill and be like, bitch, what's going on in the world? Like, what is happening to everybody? But um, so that's it. 
As always, thanks for listening to the Bad Chick Misfit Podcast. Make sure you rate, subscribe, share, and like across platforms. We are available on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, um, Anchor, YouTube. Now, I found another like conversion tool on YouTube, so every episode will be on YouTube now. Um, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Bad Chick Misfit Podcast. Follow us on the Twitter. Oh, I'm sorry. I was like, nigga, you can't last two more, a like, couple more seconds to end the show. <laughs> I was asleep. Um, <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> no, nah, so follow us. Matter of fact, no, follow us. Follow Shatara at Shatara. Shatara Shade. Follow Shatara at Shatara Shade. She knew the Twitter, so, you know, get with her ass. Follow the Bad Chick Misfit page. Bad Chick Misfit. Don't add podcasts at the end. And then follow me at Jillville. I got three L's in Jillville. So, yeah. Okay. So, follow everybody. We'll be on there. We'll be on. Cutting the food. Yeah. I'll be on there bothering people. I'm I'm more of a Twitter troll when I notice. So, um, as always, thanks for listening to the Bad Chick Misfit podcast. I am Shatar Shade. I am Jillville. Bye. Bye.